Hi, my name's Andrew Priestley and welcome to Manage Your Money. This is episode 17. And on the last podcast, I talked about um, the top three money managing tips of all time. Okay, just so you know, and they were spend less than you earn, plan for the future, and make your money make more money. Just so you know, I'm recording outside. It's a beautiful day where I am in France. I'm in remote rural France, and it's just the birds are singing, the sun's out, trucks are going by, as you can hear. The top three tips, spend less than you earn, plan for the future, make your money, make more money. So let's look at the first one in detail. Spend less than you earn. The most sensible tip has got to be spend, don't spend more than you earn, okay? Um, if you're in business, it's earn more than you spend, but the tip still is don't spend more than you earn. In Charles Dickens' classic novel, David Copperfield, the character Wilkins McCorber gives the much quoted recipe for financial happiness. Annual income, 20 pounds. Annual expenditure, 19, 19 and six. Result, happiness. Annual income, 20 pounds. Annual expenditure, 20 pounds. Ought and six. Result, misery. In plain English, no matter what century you live in, if you earn 20 pounds and you spend 20, you're okay. Or if you spend less than 20, you're okay. And if you earn 20 pounds and spend more than 20 pounds, you're in trouble. In these days of easy credit, I'd probably amend this advice though to don't spend more money than you can afford to repay. And you know, when you've got young people, you know, the 18 to 28s, on average spending 130% of their weekly income, it tells me that what they're doing is they're racking up credit card debt. The only way you can spend 130% of your take-home pay is to actually do that by having credit card debt. When David Copperfield was written in 1850, however, the general public did not have access to banking, lending and personal finance tools such as credit cards and personal loans just didn't exist, but they do today. See, there's a difference also between good and bad debt. So taking a mortgage on a family home is a good debt, or any borrowings that are tax deductible, for example, whereas borrowing money to buy expensive wearable technology or a new car or clothes or something where you're racking up credit card debt, where it doesn't accrue in value, if you tried to sell it, you couldn't get it anywhere near back what you bought it for, that qualifies as bad debt. Not only have you got credit card debt sitting on your credit card, but you're also paying interest on that and you've got late fees if you miss your payments. So a lot of people just pay the interest only, but, but they don't whittle away the principal. And I can't tell you, sometimes you're paying, you're paying interest on interest. Okay? A mortgage is considered a good debt because a house is an investment that, can, that typically goes up in value and yields a profit when you sell it. Not always though, but it, in most cases it does. While borrowing to purchase consumer items is considered bad debt because these items actually rapidly decrease in resale value. There's a lot I'm going to say to be said for living within your means. This doesn't mean you should accept your current level of income though. Okay? Aim to improve your current earnings. But at any level, whatever, no matter what your earnings are, aim to live below that level. So the aim is to create surplus cash. That's the aim. The aim is to spend less than you earn and create surplus cash. That's the whole secret to this. 
So that means if you're managing your money, you think about what, how much do I earn? And importantly, what am I spending my money on? And thirdly, am I actually building up my savings? Okay. Now, if you've got savings, you can put those into investments at some point if you want to. But I'll talk about that a little bit later. My name's Andrew Priestley. I'm talking about content from my book, The Money Chimp, which is available on Amazon. Talk to you soon.